family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. I'm talking to Alan Ziga today, and he is the business owner and founder of Two Times Tutoring. Alan, welcome. Hey, I'm Alou. Glad to be on your show. And I am looking forward to hearing the story of how you came to found a tutoring company. Yeah, so it all started... uh, Well, I started my business about four years ago, but it really started about seven years ago. Uh, My dream to be a business owner, that is. I was, I originally started college uh, as a physics major. And I wanted to be a nuclear physicist, a quantum physicist, discover the secrets of the universe. And that stuff still fascinates me. However, uh, around halfway through college, uh, this would have been seven years ago, about halfway through, I just, I stopped having a passion for it. And I, I just, I don't know what it was, but I just, I didn't want to do it anymore. I, I wasn't into physics anymore like I used to be. And I was looking up different ways or different uh, career options. And uh, something that I found was uh, uh, being a business owner. And I, I never knew that even was an option. Like I knew people own their own business, but I just never learned that that was a thing. And uh, so I'm like, huh. So I looked a little bit more into it and I discovered, uh, you know, the people who are successful, like really successful. uh, uh, So basically I I looked up how people became self-made millionaires because I became fascinated with millionaires and how they got their money. And I found out around 80% of self-made millionaires in the world are business owners. The other 20% get their money from other, other ways, like maybe they're a good salesman. And I found out that less than 1% actually get their money from inheritance or winning the lottery, et cetera, less than 1%. So I'm looking like, I'm like, huh, 80% of self-made millionaires get it from being a business owner. Well, shoot, I want to be a business owner. <laughs> and that's really what sparked my interest. And then I, uh, I won't go into too much detail, but uh, I found it's a whole mindset. It's a whole change in who you become. And um, so I won't, again, I won't go too much into that because I know I don't have too much time. So uh, fast forward about three years. Uh, I, you know, I wound up graduating school. I got my physics degree. And as I gra- when I graduated, I still wasn't, I still wanted to be a business owner. And I, um, I, I, re- I basically refused to get a regular job. So I'm like, huh, what can I do? Cause I wanted to start a business like right, right then and there, right as I graduated. Um, but I guess, I don't know what it was, but uh, I didn't have any ideas or if I just didn't have the motive, I don't know what it was. But I, I didn't start a business right away. And I wound up uh, tutoring, actually, for this company because I had to make money somehow. <laughs> but again, I was trying to avoid getting a regular job. So my, my idea was to start tutoring for this company, make some money, and then come up with a business idea. That didn't happen, unfortunately. I, uh, uh, I guess I, I, I'm not really sure what it was, but uh, I wasn't... Uh, I just didn't pursue a business idea and I wound up getting, I wasn't making enough money tutoring. So I wound up having to get a sales job at this one company. I knew nothing about sales. I had no experience with it and it went terribly. I made 
almost no money. So then I'm like, shoot, well, then I got to get another job. So then I wound up getting a job working at a lab, which was within my major. But I, I, I absolutely abhorred the job. I, I hated it going there every day. I'd have to wake up at four in the morning. Uh, I'd have to get there by six. It was an hour away from where I lived. It was terrible. And I lasted there for about a month and a half. And then I, I, I had to get a job because, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't have enough money to just sustain myself. So then I wound up getting a third job. Uh, that one lasted three weeks. And then I got a fourth job. This is all with less than a year after graduating, by the way. Getting a fourth job, going door to door, knocking on doors. And um, I actually was okay at that. I wasn't great, but I, I, I was okay. And um, a couple months into that, I'm like, okay, I can't keep doing this. Like, this is going to drive me crazy. I actually have to start a business. And that, um, that's actually when I started this business, Two Times Tutoring. Uh, this was about four years ago. And just because I started the business doesn't mean I had money, you know, popping out of my wallet right away. So my first couple years of having the business, I didn't really take it seriously. And, you know, when you treat your business as a hobby, it pays you like a hobby. So it's very little, as you know. So uh, I would, I, I just went back and forth between job and going full-time into my business, job, business. Job. And I went through the, my first three years of graduating, I went through nine jobs. And on my ninth job, I, this was two years ago, uh, by the way, two years ago, I was like, okay, the, I'm never, I, I, I can't stand this. I can't keep doing this. I am never getting a job ever again. I'm going full-time into my business and I am never looking back. So what I wound up doing was I wound up quitting my job. I had very little money and I went uh, all in I, every day, all day for three months straight for 18 hours. Cause I sleep six hours a night. So 18 hours straight from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, I did nothing but grow my business. I did nothing but cold calls, networking events, I, I did nothing but all day, every day. I did a couple other things too for three months straight. And within that time, I tenfolded my business and made enough to be able to support myself uh, full time into my business. Around that same time, I also hired other tutors because there's only some, I could only help with like math and science. So I hired other tutors to be able to help with different expertise. And really, so in that three month period was uh, the biggest growth that my business had ever seen. And uh, I decided to kind of keep going with that. And I, you know, I had, you know, my ups and downs. And then around, I believe it was November of last year, I actually doubled my business. Uh, again, for doing the same thing, I decided I wanted to go all in again, because my business was starting to dip a little bit. So I decided to do that same thing again. I only did it for a month and, you know, 18 hours a day. I did nothing but that all day, every day, um, went all in. I cut, cut out everything, everything else except for my business and wound up doubling my business in a little over a month doing that and uh, kept growing it. And then February uh, of this year, 2020 was my best month. Um, it was doing really well. And then when the virus, uh, you know, the pandemic really spread in the U.S. and we got quarantined, I lost 96% of my business in the course of four days, the second week of March, just like that, it all felt like it was overnight, and it was, and it was, uh, it was crazy because like I, it's just when I built my momentum, was really starting to make good money. Uh, you know, I had, I think I had around fifty clients or so. I was doing really well, and then literally like overnight, I lost the majority of my business, like it just gone because nobody knew what was going on. It was a time of confusion. It was around spring break, and um, so. 
April was really rough. Uh, you know, the second half of March, April, very slow months, but I decided, you know, I'm not going to just give up. You know, it's not what happens to you in life. It's how you, it's what you do with what happens to you. It's how you interpret what happens to you. So I decided that I'm somehow going to grow from this. I'm going to grow my business from this. So I figured out like, huh, you know, cause at the height of the quarantine, nothing was, oh, very few things were open. So I knew that hospitals were open. I knew that grocery stores were open and, and some essential item, other essential places. So I just cold called them. I cold called all those places. I would stop in there, give them my business card and wound up growing my business through that. And um, currently today, my business is, it's not, you know, what it was before the quarantine, but it's doing pretty well. And uh, the majority of my clients now, I'd say two thirds are new and one third are returning clients from before. So, um, so that's where I am now. And I definitely want to keep growing. So that's the story of uh, how I got to where I am today. I, I love, I like that story that you have this passion and drive to have your own business. You used the skills and talents you had. Clearly you're good at math and science. So mm -hmm. you probably are well qualified to tutor there. And then you just started building a team. Mm -hmm. Now, what, what age group do you service? Yes. So age groups. So because I have a team of tutors, we're able to help with all age groups because everyone has a different specialty with that. And so, you know, college level, I, I believe you help prepare people to take the GRE. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, we help with the college level. And what a lot of people don't know is that we help with adults as well. Because uh, people, when you hear tutoring, you automatically think kids. Yeah, little kids. That, that was my thought was. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks, well, almost everybody thinks that. But yeah, we are able to help with adults as well. Our oldest student we've helped was 53, actually. Uh, yeah. Now, and didn't you also say, you know, sometimes there are tests required for, you know, some government jobs passing, some licensing requirements. Have you gotten into those much? So, yeah, I know for a, a lot of jobs, not a lot, but some jobs, they have a pre-employment test. And that's a test that, you, they, that they give you just to make sure that you're competent and qualified for the job. And we are able to help with that, the pre-employment test, whether that be for a government job. Uh, I know some software engineer jobs, uh, this, I just learned this pretty recently, they require you to take one. And I had a tutor help a gentleman through that, actually help him pass that. He passed it and got the job. Uh, so that is huge because a lot of people, once they know there's going to be a test, it's like, whoa, you know, they, they withdraw their application or, you know, they're, they're, that really inhibits them. But mm -hmm. to know that, and, you know, and that's, if you look at the increased income, you add that up over several years, that, you know, a shame to miss out on that earnings mm -hmm. just because you're afraid of a test so it sounds like exactly and you you hire other tutors I'm assuming you can work remotely mm-hmm yeah so um, with the remote yeah we offer both in-person and remote tutoring I would say uh, right now in person people 
uh, have requested more in-person tutoring because I think a lot of the students are tired <laughs> of the virtual learning. Um, some students love it. Like so, some students love being at home. I don't have to be around other people. I can, you know, some students absolutely love it. I've talked to a couple, but a lot of them, they're not a fan of it. And so I noticed a lot more people are wanting in-person tutoring right now, despite the pandemic I've noticed. Now, do you have an office that they come into? Yes, so uh, we go to the students. So we'll either go to the students' home uh, or we'll go to the library that's most convenient for them. And again, if they prefer virtual tutoring, we got that as well. Or if maybe they're too far away because we're in Northeast Ohio. So if they're maybe in California or uh, Texas or something like that, we can have virtual tutoring uh, offered for them. So, so in person, you could handle all of Northeast mm -hmm. Ohio Correct. then? And virtually anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pun intended, yes. <laughs> yep. I love that. So it's good to know that there's that option. Uh, do you tutor more adults or school-age children? You know, currently, it, currently, I'd say it's, it's about half and half. If you count college students as adults, then I would say it's about half and half right now. Well, and I know that for many high school students, getting a high score on that SAT or ACT is really, you know, there's a lot of stress for that. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, because if you score good on the ACT or SAT, that's thousands of dollars in your pocket right there in scholarship money. And even now with the pandemic, because, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people think right now that colleges aren't looking at SAT or ACT scores anymore. Um, that's not necessarily the case. I know some aren't, um, but even ones that aren't looking at it or don't require it, if you score really good, you still want to give them your score because there's additional money available for you. As a high school teacher, I, what I learned is that a high SAT score can compensate for low grades. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Mm -hmm. I tell that to people all the time. If your GPA isn't the best, you got it under 3.0. But if you do really good on the ACT, that can outweigh that maybe not so good GPA. Because quite often, high school students are more interested in the social life than academics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And uh, then they're true. a senior and trying to make up for a couple of years of goofing off. <laughs> yep. That's usually how it goes. I know someone, I think they had a 2.6 GPA, a 2.6, 2.7, but they scored a 34 on the ACT and they wound up getting not a full ride, but close to a full ride to one of the schools around here i'm trying to think of what it was but but that just goes to show you like if you score high enough on the act if your gpa isn't the best that almost doesn't matter uh within reason like you can't have like a 1.0 gpa that's yeah different. yeah but, yeah yeah but, but yeah. okay but it's good for families to know this service is available if the adult wants to improve their income get a a better paying job that requires any kind of, or, or go back to school, get an advanced degree, high school students getting ready to take that SAT or ACT, or just any student struggling. And, and you know, that affects their self-esteem. If they can get just a little bit of support, mm -hmm. then 
and and I'm assuming your tutors are you're probably looking for people like you who could very easily tutor in whatever area of expertise and are familiar with the tests that mm -hmm. they're preparing students to take. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Yep, they're always they gotta work within the area of expertise. Mm -hmm. Great. Absolutely. So, how do people contact you? Yeah, there's a couple ways. Um, they could call or text to 440-494-6284. And I'll even say it one more time in case. Uh, so it's 440-494-6284. And again, they can text or call. And they're more than welcome to email, email me as well. Company email is info at two times tutoring.com. And it's all spelled out. So like T-W-O times tutoring, because everyone thinks the number two. And they're like, I can't find your website. So it's, yeah, I always say spell it, spell everything out. T-W-O times tutoring. Yeah. Now that's an interesting name, two times tutoring. Now, how did you come up with that? Yeah, so uh, I came up with that because I have two options for tutoring. So one option I have is to have two tutors work with a student. And that's great for students who have trouble paying attention like those with ADD or ADHD because going back and forth between two people speaking, each time you do so, it pings the brain's attention and allows the student to pay attention longer. It's also great for learning concepts quicker and getting more done. And so that, that's one of my options. And then my other option is just traditional one-on-one -on -one tutoring, one tutor, one student. And that is, and it just depends on the student. Like some students, they benefit from having two, some benefit from having regular one, one-on-one -on -one tutor. So, so you can accommodate students with special needs. Mm -hmm. You have the very bright ADHD high school student. Mm -hmm. That is really good to know. I love that. Yes. And one thing I, I, I didn't mention at the uh, beginning, because I, I had a lot to cover in a short period of time. Uh, was I, I had a business partner as well when I started the originally had a business partner when I started the business, which is why we had the two of us. But he he stepped down about two years ago because it was just he just said owning a business is too stressful. I it's just not for me. And he and I was like, okay, that's fine, you know. And I I was just kind of left to do everything myself. And I'm, I'm I was okay with that. I understood, and we still get along today. But one thing he tells me, my old business partner, he's just like, do not talk about the business in front of me it gives me PTSD. And I was like, duly noted. I will not mention it in front of you. That's fair. Um, you know, you brought up a valid point. Owning your own business isn't for everyone. When you, when you have the drive like you do, when you can see that vision of, of the services you can provide and then you can handle the stress. But yeah, mm -hmm. I can see... But so is he the one then, is that, that's how you came up with the two times two tutoring. Mm -hmm. because there were two. Exactly, because there was two. Because mm -hmm. we wanted to be unique. Because, you know, there's a lot of other tutoring companies out there. Who are like, what's going to make us stand out? And the, the two. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wondered if that technique was one you learned from your first tutoring assignment, of, you know, when you're working for another company, that of having two and, and therefore keeping their attention. Yeah, so that I actually learned after starting the business. I, I was researching benefits of 
having two people and everything. And I wasn't really coming up with much, but I knew that uh, I, I figured we would kind of get more done. I figured if we offer a couple of different perspectives on a particular topic, the student would likely grasp onto one more than the other. And then also I, I did some research and I found out that students typically learn best when you teach them visually, kinesthetically, and auditorily. I don't know if that's a word, but uh, you know, verbally, I should say. <laughs> and I realized that having two of us would be able to do that more efficiently. And so I noticed students did pick up on things quicker when we had two people. And, and then the, the attention part though, like going back and forth, I actually found that out a little bit after starting the business, after talking to this gentleman, he worked with, uh, he works with autistic children, done so for a decade. And he's like, hey, you know, another benefit of that is the attention thing. And I'm like, whoa, I never thought about that. He's like, yeah, that's great for kids with ADD, ADHD. Sometimes we use that in our service too. And I was like, uh, when, uh, when communicating with a, a child. And I was like, huh, I didn't even think about that. And that's, and after doing more research, I realized that's how our brain works. Uh, like if somebody, if you have someone, especially if they're boring, if you have someone who's talking for, for, for more than 30 seconds, it could be, if they're boring, your mind's already going elsewhere. Uh, it, it, you're thinking about dinner, the kids, if you have them, uh, your Facebook, whatever else. The average American I know loses their attention six, I think it's six or seven times a minute. So, but if, and that's because your brain, if you're listening to the same thing over and over, your brain gets used to it and it wants to conserve energy. So it makes you go in your head and stop paying attention. But if you were to take that stimuli and switch it with a different one, the brain pays attention to new stimuli. So if that boring guy is speaking and then all of a sudden there's a different speaker who goes on the stage, your brain's all of a sudden your brain's like, oh my God, there's something new here. Let's pay attention to it. And then that person starts talking. But then if they talk too long, guess what? You're going to stop paying attention. But if you keep switching back and forth, your brain is going to keep seeing it as new. And it's going to keep paying attention. That is brilliant. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Alan, th thank you so much for sharing this and appreciate what you do. Thank you. For yeah, and I appreciate you having me on your show or your podcast show, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. It was an honor. All right. You have a great day. You too, Emily. Thank you. We have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.